Well, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me for prayer. I see uh, my phone lines are already pretty full, so I apologize if you don't get through on the phone lines. Uh, you can get a hold of Maggie, though. You can send her a tweet on our X platform. The uh, Twitter handle's at Drew Mariani Show. That's at Drew Mariani Show. And feel free to stream us. We are live right now on the Drew Mariani Show Facebook page, the Relevant Radio Facebook page. We are on YouTube and we'd love to have you pray with us. All right, I'd love to, love to have you here. So the number's 888-914-9149. 888-914-9149 if you ever want to try to get through. I was just talking a little bit about the, some of the threats. I mean, the first hour of my broadcast, I tend to take a look at a lot of the most important issues of the day, the news and the issues. And sometimes it can be pretty dark, pretty grave. And it really requires us to do two things, to pray and to trust. And maybe it was providential. I came across a... Uh, a diary entry in the diary of St. Faustino. And I was praying a little bit earlier today and it's diary entry 1768. I want to read it for you. It says, my daughter, this is what the Lord said, um, consider the love of neighbor. You know, is your love for your neighbor guided by my love? Do you pray for your enemies? You know, I mean, that's that really struck me. We all have enemies, right? Personal conflicts, people that we don't get along with at work or our neighbors or whatever. But I also think of these international enemies. I mean, how many of you right now are, are praying for Xi Jinping, right? Or for Vladimir Putin, or for any of the, the enemies of this country, or enemies of those that are free, or enemies of life in this country? Are you praying for our political leaders that you don't agree with and you don't like here at home? The Lord said to St. Faustina, do you pray for your enemies? Do you wish well of those who have, in one way or another, caused you sorrow or offended you. And that's hard to pray for, really hard to pray for. But this is what the Lord said. He says, know that whatever good you do to any soul, I accept it as if though you have done it for me. Whatever good you do for another soul, I accept it as you've done it for me. So let's, I, I want to offer my chaplet up today for uh, Lieutenant Colonel Tommy Waller, who was just with us, we told him I'd pray for his intentions, for the family members of General West, who he asked us to pray for. But I do want to pray for our enemies, those who I, you know, personally have difficulty praying for, those who persecute us, those who don't agree with us. I want to pray for the conversion of those who do not know God and who are straight from his path, that uh, they will come to know. Uh, for those involved in the occult, uh, Maggie and I were just watching a video before the um, before the broadcast began, and we'll talk about it right after the chaplet, about a new, um, is it is it Disney? It is. No, it's Amazon, right? Amazon just came out, Maggie, with a uh, a new film that makes heaven look like it's patriarchal and oppressive and Satan and, uh, you know, and, yeah, Lilith is, is in place of Eve, you know, these these wonderful spirits, so... Um, it's almost as though it was written by a Satanist. We we really need to we need to pray for those so deeply misguided and those who are offending God. Maggie, it's good to pray with you. It's good to have you here. Anything you want to lift up as we begin? I don't mean to go off on these tangents. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, my my best friend Annie sent me a message this morning, um, and I told her that I would pray for this. She says that there's a little girl at her sister's church. Um, she's eight years old, and her name is Lexi. She had cancer already in her young life and the cancer was in remission but now it's come back and it's in her heart oh my gosh. and her spine I've never, heard of that. I've never heard of that um 
they say that she's no longer able to receive radiation treatment, and so they have um, committed to a clinical trial in Seattle that the family is saying is their last-ditch hope. Um, mm. So they, they ask for prayers, and they've especially been praying through the intercession of Padre Pio to heal her. I love that. Yeah, call upon the saints, right? Yeah, I just literally, in the last segment, I know there were probably people who didn't hear our conversation, but Lieutenant Colonel um, Tommy Waller was talking about a real miracle that took place of someone's health, that they turned and they prayed. And prayer works. Prayer changes things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this hour when we pray the chapel, this half hour, these few minutes that we spend together, uh, it's a time of extraordinary grace. I mean, God hears these prayers in such powerful ways. It's why we get so many answered prayers. They come in every single day. And I'm so grateful for everyone who who writes and shares some of those. Um, this person wrote to me and says, I had uh, back pain for four years. I couldn't stand. I couldn't even walk, not even a little bit. The pain would not go away. Even if I sat down, I was in agony. And I prayed and I prayed and I tried many things. I'm writing to you today because I want to let you know that prayer prevailed. I owe it all to the chapel to divine mercy. Today, I am pain-free. So if you suffer chronic pain, you you know it's a miracle when you have that alleviation like that. Another person wrote to me and says, I'm including a picture of my kid's tuition. Uh, he says, both of my boys are there. They sent me the, the tuition bill of how big this, this financial hardship was. And a couple of days ago, I was praying and uh, with you here for those who are struggling financially. And the person who wrote to me says, you actually mentioned tuition during the chaplet. I was getting to my truck, going to buy some hay for the cows, and my wife Kathleen was praying at the house. We both heard it. Well, my first was, holy God, you mentioned it. And then tonight, when I got home, my wife logged on to her amazement and surprise. She saw a reduction in that tuition bill. And we just want to praise God and thank him. That's amazing. Jesus, we trust you. And God, I, I say to my wife all the time, I, I say to her, you know, God blesses in ways you don't say. I mean, especially if you're having a financial issue, you're trying to think, oh, how am I ever going to resolve this? I only make X and the bills are this much. God, God's a God of surprises. I mean, he can multiply loaves and fish, right? He can go ahead and take a coin out of a fish's mouth. He could go ahead and do the same thing for you. Reduce the tuition, eradicate the debt. Somebody bless you with a new car or a house. I mean, Don't put limits on God. Let's pray right now for those miracles in your life, and I'm so grateful to pray with you. We'll begin today as we do every day in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You expire, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, 
Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and was born of the Virgin, Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll go to Orland, Pennsylvania. That's near the Philly area. Anne is joining us there. Anne, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon to you, Drew, and praise God for your ministry. Thank you. I'm calling and requesting everyone to pray for a beautiful young mom. Her name is Natalia. She has a five-year-old boy, and she just learned that she is expecting again, and she is considering abortion. So could we pray for her and for any mom who's in that situation right now? Well, we will certainly do that right now, Anne. For sure, we'll pray um, with our whole spiritual family here, but let her know that there is somebody who will take that baby. In fact, I, I know two families that would be more than glad to adopt her child. So let her know that, you know, that child is Thank a gift you. to her and that there mm -hmm. are alternatives, but we'll pray that she keeps it, right? We'll pray that she is able to allow her family to multiply. It'll be her greatest blessing. And Lord, right now I pray for Anne, in particular, all of her intentions, but I pray for this young woman and any woman who is finding herself in a crisis pregnancy right now. It doesn't see a way out, overcome by fear, anxiety, humiliation, whatever it may be. And I just ask that she can feel your presence. You put into her path those angels, those people who can help her make the right decision. We pray, Lord, for those involved in the abortion industry, those who profit from it, those who work from it, those who are seriously misguided. And I pray for any mother who's made the mistake of having had an abortion that her, your grace reach her in a special way. She can feel your love and know your mercy. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, Elena is in Chicago. Hi, Elena. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm calling uh, because I need uh, critical prayers for the workers and all those who are at the BP refinery in Whiting, Indiana, uh, they have lost all power and the power is critical for keeping the equipment safe. Um, so the safety of all those there is, is in danger right now. Do, do we know why um, they lost the from, power, Elena? I haven't heard about that yet. I don't. Uh, my sister works there. She works on the administrative side and she was evacuated. So this is what I, what I know from the administrative side. Well, let's pray. We'll pray for the safety of all those right now. You said it was the Whiting, Whiting Refinery? Is that the refinery? Yes, in Indiana. It's just borderline Chicago. Okay. Well, let's lift it up right now. Elena, we pray for you. We'll pray for 
all of your personal intentions. But Lord, I pray for these situations that could be critical. Um, we pray for the safety of those employees. We, we pray, Lord, also, uh, you know, we've heard uh, FBI Director uh, Christopher Ray the other day testify to how China's hackers outnumber us 50 to 1 and how they are going to target U.S. infrastructure, power grids and water supplies and you know, citizens and so much more communications. I pray for protection over this country from all of our enemies and in particular from disaster, from disease, Lord, from war, from anything that can, can harm its citizenry. And I pray for our conversion and the conversion of our enemies as we pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world all right before we go to anita she's praying in the garden state new jersey let me go to maggie she's praying here with me maggie what's coming in i know a lot of uh People are putting intentions up on YouTube and on Facebook and on our X platform. So, yeah, someone with the handle of conservative in Illinois, God bless them, wrote to us on Twitter. They said, please pray for the repose of the soul of a nine-year-old girl um, and her family as they cope with the horrific tragedy of her dying in her sleep. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Shannon wrote to us. She said, hi guys, I need massive prayers for my aunt Susan and my uncle Art. They're going through a very nasty divorce with a lot of hurt, anger, and sadness. It's affected our entire family. It's devastating. Prayers for reconciliation and healing. Jesus, we trust in you. Liz wrote to us, she said, prayers again for a positive outcome for my husband, Tom. They will do a blood draw today uh, to see if the treatment for his low hemoglobin that they started last Thursday is working. Jesus, we trust in you. R.C. wrote to us, he said, please pray for quick, successful, complete recovery for my wife, Nicole, who's having breast cancer removal surgery today. Please pray that her surgical biopsy results are negative and she no longer needs chemo and doesn't require radiation. God bless and thank you. And I just, I was skimming YouTube, uh, the YouTube chat earlier, and um, the Harmisons wrote, please pray for the vulnerable, especially the elderly, not to be hurried towards death before their natural death. Amen to that. And Magdalena says, praying for peace among our families and our friends. Well, a lot of intentions. Beautiful. Let's lift them all up. I want to pray for everyone who's written to me too and everyone who's entrusted you with prayer and me with prayer. God will read our hearts and in a special way um, answer their prayers. You know, bring good out of whatever that situation is. Anita is praying with us in New Jersey. Hi, Anita. Hello, Drew. I'm asking for prayers for the excruciating pains I've been experiencing on my left side. What the doctor gives me doesn't help. And and also for the conversion of Anne, a Jehovah Witness, a fallen away Catholic. She's trying to convert me, but that's not going to happen. Amen to that. All right, well, look, 
Anita, if the pain persists, you should talk, call your doctor, okay? Make sure you, you get help. If the, whatever treatment they're giving is not mitigating or remedying the problem, then you, you don't have to live with that. But right now, I'll tell you what you can do. Uh, and it's, I feel it's hard. It's easy for me to say this. I'm not in the pain. But unite it to that of the Lord on the cross, all right? And I know you're praying. Pray for that person trying to convert you. Pray for the intentions of everyone in our spiritual family here who is reaching out for prayer. Pray for those intentions that are in your heart, all right? And I'm telling you, your prayer becomes amplified, becomes empowered. It pierces the clouds when you unite your suffering to that of the Lord on the cross. It becomes redemptive. So, Lord, I give you the pains that we all carry, physical, emotional, psychological, we unite them to that of yours on the cross. And as you hear the prayers of all who are crying out to you now as I turn to you again, invoking your great mercy. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right. Our next call today comes from Orlando, Florida. Hey, Kathleen, good afternoon. Hi, Drew. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I just want to ask for prayers that God might grace my son to get a, a better position so it would help him financially. Okay. It's a good prayer. Let's lift it up right now, okay? We will ask God to... And, and right. one more thing, sure. Drew. I wanted to tell you, last August, I called and asked for prayers for a dear friend of mine. She had a 12-hour uh, operation with three teams, a very delicate cancer surgery, and she's doing very well. Praise God. 12 hours, a long time. It's a long surgery. Long time to be It under. was amazing. Yes. Well, thank you, Kathleen. Uh, let's pray for your son. Let's pray for her. I want to pray for all with cancer. I want to pray for those who are underemployed, unemployed, those who are looking for new jobs. Um, and Lord, for those who are now in search of those jobs or interviewing, and I just pray for, um, I pray for all who right now are just trying to find their mission in life, whatever that is, Lord, that you will allow you know, allow them to find that, and uh, you'll be present with them. And I give you Kathleen as a mother. I know her concerns, and, and all who pray with us. We turn to you again with confidence as we pray, Eternal Father. We offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world 
All right, we'll take our uh, our next call. Mark is joining us from St. Michael, Minnesota. Hi, Mark. Good afternoon. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm just asking for prayer warriors' help for my daughter. She uh, sold her house and then bought uh, another house, and then during the closing yesterday, she found out that all her down payments and fees and everything that added up to be about $50,000 that was uh, sent to a fraudulent place. I just hope hoping that uh, she can find it. Yeah, no, we need a miracle here, Mark. That's for sure. Let's pray for it. Um, Thank you. I hope that could be remedied. That's a lot of of money. And Lord, I give you, Mark, I give you these impossible situations. We come to you all the time. Yeah, you know, we we ask for these miracles, and I don't know how it's going to be remedied, but Lord, I just place it at the foot of the cross right now, and I ask that uh, you send angels to to return that uh, that money. And you send the right people that will come to to the aid and uh, protect her. I pray for everyone who's being scammed, who's been catfished, who's been deceived uh, out of money and relationships, and. I just pray for peaceful conclusions to those situations that you somehow bring good out of them. We'll add also to this call, um, to this final decade, Barbara, who is joining us in Stockton, California. Hi, Barbara. Oh, hi. Uh, thank you, Drew, for taking my call. Today is the first anniversary of the death of my daughter, and I'm praying for the repose of her soul, and thank you. Sorry for your loss. We will pray for her, and uh, we'll pray for all those who've gone before us, all those souls in purgatory, Barbara. We'll pray for you. Lord, I pray for those who mourn too. I know it's 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 a pain that most people I, I pray never know the loss of a child, but I do ask you somehow mm-hmm. bring your peace to that mother. Joanne's in Buffalo, New York. Uh Joanne, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. I'm asking for prayers to bring David home from Syria. He has two sons. He's been there five years. And also asking prayers for my son-in-law he's going for chemo next wednesday and healing for my eyes kidney bladder and colon thank you god bless everyone god bless you joanne we'll pray for your health we'll pray especially for all of our troops lord and and, in safety and for a prompt return and i'll add another intention here rita who's in kyle texas frida hi hi drew thank you so much um i hope i can make this pretty quickly i am calling for thanksgiving for praise and for prayer requests the first Thanksgiving. It's for you and Maggie. Thank you so much for your dedication, for your love, for your support, for your faith that you give us every day. Thank you, Rita. And for a beautiful pregnancy. (laughs) This baby will be healthy and strong and so will you. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And um, praise for some great things that are happening, have happened and happening. My husband finally got a job that he's been praying for for so long. So it has been working wonderfully for him. And it's just a blessing. It's a true blessing in disguise. Um, For our son and his situation with him and his baby's mom, um, we have, it's a hard relationship, but we're not going to give up. And we're going to keep giving praise, and we're going to keep believing that things are turning around for the better for our granddaughter. Amen. And so we thank our Lord now. We give Him thanks for all of that that is turning around for the And a um, sorry, a special um, request for a friend that I just met in December. Um, he reached out to me actually today, 
and he was asking for prayers. Uh, he lost his wife over a bit over 50 years of their marriage. He lost her not too long ago to cancer. And so he kind of lost a little bit, I guess you could say, and he is um, asking for prayers that the wound that he has, a staph infection, um, does not end up in an amputation. Wow. So I just ask him to believe and trust and have faith that he will be healed Amen. and all will be well and just to trust that his angel is watching over himself. Well, let's pray for those intentions, Rita, right now. I'm glad you got through and um, yeah. we'll pray. No amputation, right? I want you to call me back and give me the good news. All right. I want to pray for estranged families too. I'm going to add to, you, to your intentions a little bit later in, in our broadcast here. Uh, Dr. Peter Kaplonis is going to be stopping by. And uh, a man told me he's an identical twin. Hasn't spoke to his twin since they were in grade school. Uh, so high school. And uh, she just cut off all communication with him. This is a 60-year-old man today. And um, let's just pray for those estranged families where there's broken relationships between siblings, between parents, between relatives and friends. And Lord, I just give you all these intentions, so many of them. You know our hearts. Thank you for your mercy. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. On us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, please look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us so that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Our Lady Queen of Heaven. Pray for us. Our Lady of Champion. Pray for us. Our Lady of Good Help. Pray for us. Mother of Mercy. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for Our us. Our Lady of Palestine. Pray for Our us. Our Lady of Reconciler of Peoples in Nations. Pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful. Pray for us. Saint Joseph. Pray for us. Saint John Paul II. Pray for us. Saint Faustina. Pray for us. Saint Peregrine. Pray for us. Saint Jose Maria Escriva. Pray for us. Saint Patrick. Pray for us. Blessed Michael Sapochko. Pray for us. Who's the patron saint today, Meg? Do you know a fan? All you angels and saints. How's pray that? for us. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. St. Bridget, thank you, Patrick. I knew that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I was reading her story earlier today before I went to Mass this morning, and, and apparently she was conceived out of wedlock. I didn't know that. So we will pray for this powerhouse saint. We'll look up St. Bridget, and uh, stay with me when we come back. If you have Amazon, boy, you talk about how aggressive the evil one has become. 
We're going to talk about an Amazon show that glorifies Satan, makes God and heaven and all the angels look patriarchal and oppressive. And then we'll take a look at estranged families as well. So we got a lot coming up straight ahead. Feel free to join us. It's 888-914-914 to get into the show. But you can stream us on um, uh, relevantradio.com or download our mobile app or tune into whatever station you're not listening to, okay? Tell others. I'll be right back with that and more. Your daily dose of faith, hope, and charity. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hey, today we'd like to thank Vincent, who is listening in California, for donating his 1971 Chevy El Camino. You can join thousands of other listeners in donating old vehicles, trucks, boats, and RVs by visiting relevantradio.com slash car. That's relevantradio.com slash car. Get informed and get connected. It's the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hey, thanks for praying with me. Really, I, I just love that time of prayer together. Uh, I can't believe Maggie and I were just talking about Lent. And it <laughs> Ash Wednesday starts in like a week and a half, two weeks from now, right? Ash Wednesday's the 14th, I think, is when it begins. It's crazy. Um, if you want a transformative Lent for you and your family, uh, these are an annual classic. you got to check out Father Rocky's Lenten Lessons on the Mass. And... They're really educational, and they're bite-sized little glimpses into every prayer and word from the sign of the cross all the way to the the final blessing. Father does a great job on them, and I, I think that's one of the best ways to learn, these small little nuggets, right? You get quick exposure to them, carry that away for the day, stick it in the memory bank, and now you'll you'll better understand when you go to Mass uh, why what is being done is done. Uh, so you can get them. They're free, and... Uh, you know, check them out uh, online, of course, if you want to, relevantradio.com slash Lent. But you can transform the next 40 days with 40 lessons from Father Rocky with his weekly Eucharistic encounters as well. But uh, check out those uh, Lenten lessons. So a lot to, lot to get plugged into. Free video lessons every day of Lent from Ash Wednesday all the way to Holy Saturday. They'll come right into your inbox if that's where you want them. They're sponsored in part, of course, by a wonderful organization. I can't emphasize this enough. The National Center for Padre Pio. And uh, they're located in Bartow, Pennsylvania. If you get a chance, check them out. A wonderful, wonderful group. I, a lot to talk about here today. Maggie and I, were um, we want to play some audio for you. Uh, Amazon, apparently, is a new cartoon series that's out. I just want to put it on your, your radar. Um, you know, it's been said many times by popes, really by other experts, that in order to deceive the human race, the devil, you know, Satan makes sure that people don't believe he's existed. It's one of his greatest deceptions. I mean, you hear a lot of people say, oh, I don't really believe the devil. Even the satanic temples, like, oh, you know, it's not that we believe the temple. We just believe in you know, whatever the theology or ideology is that they're trying to profess. Um, if a person believes the devil exists, you know, then... I think they govern themselves a little bit differently. Well, Amazon has come out, and they are producing a film that I, I – so I'll play part of this. We'll talk to Father uh, about it. It's it's quite the opposite. It makes Satan look like the victim, right? It makes him look like a good guy. And that's what Satan does. He twists, he distorts, and uh, he makes evil look good and good look evil. Now, we really couldn't stomach playing – a clip that lasts too long. 
So, uh, but we think, you know, in this one minute, you're probably going to hear everything you need to hear for what we're about to talk about. So this is from Amazon's new show. Check it out. Once upon a time, there was a glowing city protected by golden gates known as heaven. It was ruled by beings of pure light, angels that worshipped good and shielded all from evil. Lucifer was one of these angels. He was a dreamer with fantastical ideas for all of creation, but he was seen as a troublemaker by the elders of heaven, for they felt his way of thinking was dangerous to the order of their world. So he watched as the angels began to expand the universe in their ways. From the dust of earth they created Adam and Lilith, equals as the first of mankind. But despite this, Adam demanded control, and Lilith refused to submit to his will. She fled the garden. Drawn in by her fierce independence, Lucifer found her, and the two rebellious dreamers fell deeply in love. Together, they wished to share the magic of free will with humanity, offering the fruit of knowledge to Adam's new bride, Eve, who gladly accepted. I love the way they rewrote the biblical story there in Genesis. But you know what's really clever how they twist it? I mean, what in the story of the Garden of, of Eden, what does the, what does the serpent say to Eve? He starts with like three three words. Did God say like he really question? Did God really say that? Huh? He, he makes places the seed of doubt into Eve's mind. Right? You're not going to die. God doesn't want you to eat of that, right? Because your eyes are going to be opened. Right? You'll be like God. You'll know good and evil. And and Eve bought it. She believed it. What the devil did in a sentence, in one sentence, really, was make God the enemy, right? That's what he did. He made God the enemy and, and himself the good guy. Oh, yeah, God's oppressive. He doesn't want you to be like him. So in that moment, instead of seeing all the blessings that God had given to them in the garden, yeah, the, the beauty of their relationship, their complementarity, he told them, go eat from the tree of, of knowledge. Go eat from that tree of good good and evil. Your eyes will be open. And that temptation still goes on today. There's a film, uh, film. it's a cartoon series out called Has Been Hotel. And I've invited today Father Paul Damaris to stop by because, you know, your kids might surf by and watch this. Maybe you will entertain it. In it, they take the biblical story of the fall and they turn it completely upside down. This is the hallmark of the evil one. Father Paul Damaris is the pastor of St. Mary's Parish in Charleston, Rhode Island. He works in deliverance ministry and has been a great contributor over the years to this uh, broadcast and our conversations. Father, it's good to have you with us. Good afternoon. Good, good to be back. Yeah, always good to talk to you. I, we saw this and I thought, well, I think we should at least address it. I want people to see the deception that is going on here. And let's start with this very basic premise. This is something that anyone who's serious about living the Catholic you know, faith should be be very aware of right? Um, Satan's tactics. Uh, start with the premise here and, and give me your thoughts on what we're seeing. And, and is there a danger in exposing young minds or our own minds to this? Sure, absolutely. Um, on two levels. The first is that Satan says to Eve as well, um, is that you can be like God, you can be God. You know, and so what... Um, Satan is trying to do is to say to Adam and Eve, well, you can be God. You don't need God because you can be God. So why do you need God if you can be that? That was the, the second thing was the um, last year when SatanCon took place in Boston, the P 
people who organize to call themselves atheistic Satanists, meaning that if God doesn't exist, and if Satan doesn't exist, who's left to worship? Yourself. And so the whole idea in both something like what we just, the clip you just played, and what we're seeing is that more and more, um, we can be our own God. We can be the center of our life, the center of our universe, uh, and so there is no need for God. And that you know, and so that's what we're seeing more and more of take place today. People will say, "Well, I don't believe Satan is real," you know, but I'm a, I consider myself a Satanist. How you know? And so what they're saying to you is, or to me, whoever, I am the center of my life. I'm the center of my universe. And so whatever works for me, whatever makes it happen for me, is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think it's a great point. You know, I, I often marvel at. Um you know, I, I understand how people may not want to believe in evil, but then at the same time, they don't want to believe in God. I, I hear so many people talk about the universe, right? Uh, you know, it's, uh, I'll offer you good vibes or, you know, I'll, uh, you know, the universe will make everything right. What do you make of this mindset where we've stripped God really out of our lives and have tried to replace it with ideologies or something as inanimate as the, as the universe, right? Uh, as being some purveyor of power and influence. It's more, lives. it's even more basic than that. Like I said, it's that we more and more are making ourselves the center of our own universe. And so everything else around that is peripheral. Everything around that, you know, if they want to get into something like that, fine. If they want to yeah. do something like that, fine. But the, it's my choice of what I do, my choice of how I live my life, how my choice, how I act my life, and I become the center of that. The, the, what is the pretty point, there was a priest, a Carmelite priest who had once said that, um, you know, our world is being infiltrated by what we call pretty poison, you know, and so you hear the wonderful, you hear the wonderful voice, you see the wonderful, you know, backdrop and stuff like that. It's pretty, but I mean, the poison is is that we become, you know, is that we become. It pulls us away from God. We either become God, or like you were saying, we turn to you know something else to uh, replace, you know, what it has, um, what it is trying to get us away from. It's ever more important for parents to monitor today what kids are watching on the internet, what they're seeing. Um, Online, what they what they're doing, you know, it's ever more important that um, our parents, we had to have, you know, congressional hearings yesterday to go after the heads of some of these, um, you know, some of these companies like um, that these online companies that are yeah. just, you know, the pornography in that, you know, the pornography issue, you know, and uh, was it I forget who was it was Zuckerberg who had to yeah. get up, turn around, and apologize yeah. to parents for what had um, what transpired, what happened. Um, it's ever more important for you know for parents to really monitor what their kids are watching because uh, there's no filter anymore on what is being shown, what is being um, what is being done, what is being shown, what is being filmed. There's no there's no um, checks and balances anymore, and that's why it's ever more important for uh, parents to you know really you know what's my kid watching, what's my kid looking at. Yeah, you know, I saw parents there whose children. Died by suicide at the age of yeah. eleven, taking their lives. I mean, it's really yeah. quite tragic. Um, and you know, it, it shows like this. I, I would think that desensitize people and malform 
mm-hmm. young minds. This is targeted for, I think, a younger audience, clearly. Yep. I mean, it's dangerous. Sure. But it's also, you talk about the Internet. We've spoken about this in the past. That can be a real portal for for darkness to enter into not just one's home, but one's mind and heart. And I think programs like this as well. You, you've seen a lot of that, right? Are, are you seeing more of it now? And what's the best way to safeguard ourselves um, and our loved ones? Again, it's um, to be it's to be um, extra vigilant about what we're looking at, what we're watching, um, especially for parents and children. Um, again, um, you know, for parent, what's what's my kid looking at? What's my kid watching on his phone or his laptop or his you know whatever, um, his tablet? You know, what's he looking at or what's she looking at? What are they watching? What are they seeing? Um, and to talk to them about that. You know, to not be afraid to say, well, uh, it's my responsibility as your mom, it's my responsibility as your dad to, you know, to uh, make sure that what you see is, you know, something that's good, something wholesome, and something that is just not going to corrode your values and who are, who you are and what you are and make you ashamed, you know, and to shame you. Yeah. Well, Father, hold the thought. I'm going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk yeah. a little bit more about has been hotel, a uh a program that Amazon is putting out. I just want to make you aware of it, put it on your radar, uh, know what it's about. It's really an attack on the goodness of God, and it's promoting a- an evil one. It's a script written uh, in, I think it's something you should be very careful about. So if you want to join us, feel free to dial in. The number's 888 I have to take a short pause, but I'll be back with more right after this. The Drew Mariani Show. Drew Mariani Show. On Relevant Radio. Hey, looking for a new job? How about one that offers opportunities for spiritual, social, and charitable growth? Our sponsor, Catholic Order of Foresters, is hiring new agents today. Visit relevantradio.com slash Forrester, an Illinois life insurance society not available in all states. Welcome back to The Conversation. You're listening to The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hey, thanks for joining me. It's good to be here with you today. If you're just getting plugged in, Amazon Prime Video has recently launched a new series called Has Been Hotel, and it's turning heads. Not for the best reasons. It's an animated series, which uh, really is not for the faint-hearted. We're we're seeing a portrayal that's flipping the script on traditional values, where heaven's angels are cast as villains, and Satan is, well, he's depicted as the hero. Right? Oh, he's so mis- mis- mistaken. Poor guy. And if you watch a trailer, it's harder not to feel that there's a message there that suggests that God is an oppressor, Satan is a liberator. And Maggie and I were watching first couple minutes of this when the show began, before the show began, and, and I'm like, this was written by a Satanist. And clearly, this is this is wrong on every level. The 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 direction portrayed in, in this program called Has Been Hotel, so make sure you know you're you know, let your kids watch it. Um, it's very troubling because it, it's, it, it really symbolizes, I think, a society that glorifies the pursuit of desire. It rejects any aspiration towards higher, you know, morality. And it, to me, it was a stark reminder of, of where we're drifting uh, towards the future. As my guest, Father Paul Damaris, points out, it's all about you. You know, you're the center of the universe. You be you. You know, whatever your truth is, your truth. I think it's one of the great deceptions of our day. If you're a man, but you think you're a woman, well, then that's your truth, right? We, we, we Love is love. You know, it, this is what we're seeing manifest in the culture in a big way. And this is, I think, another uh, incarnation 
of that. You know, we're not embracing, um, you know, the best version of ourselves. We're embracing the lowest version of ourselves. My guest, Father Paul Damaris, works in deliverance ministry. He's very familiar with the attack, the tactics of the of the evil one. He's also the pastor of St. Mary's Parish in Charleston, uh, Rhode Island. And, and, and Father, I'm so glad to, to have you here. In terms of what we're seeing in the culture, I mean, this is just it's another reflection of what we're seeing with this gender ideology confusion that we see and so many of the other things where you've got, you know, politicians talking about liberty and the pursuit of happiness, leaving out words like life and building campaigns around abortion and a culture of, of, of death. Uh, how do you see how do you see this manifest? I often think that Satan's time is running short. I think he's becoming more visible. He used to like to hide in the shadows and believe that he doesn't exist. We see his fingerprints all over the headlines today. We we see this indoctrination of our kids through these types of films. Give me a picture of how you see things and what we can best do to to get morality and God back to the the hearts of the American people and the world. When I talk to people who say, "Well, I should be free to make my own choices," you know, in my life, you know, with and you know, sort of like choose my own rules and whatever, I'll listen and then I will say to them, "When you come to a red light, what do you do?" And they'll say, "Stop," and I'll go, "Why?" Well, that's the law. Well, you know, you're you are obeying something outside of your. Suppose you wanted to run it. Right. You know, suppose you just wanted to go through the red light, you know, and the dire consequences that could happen from something like that. I mean, we have to have rules. We have to have laws. We have to have regulation. Um, but, again, it's all about how we um, talk to our young people about what's right and what's wrong and why. Um, it's about, you know, so it, it does it does bring parents to, you know, be more involved yeah. in what their kids are watching, what they're looking at, and asking questions. Why do you like that? What is it about that that you like? So you're listening to what the kids say, and from that, you're picking up why they are doing what they do or watching what they do or behaving the way that they do, and to pick up on those signals, asking, well, why do you do that? Why do you, I don't understand. Why do you do that? Tell me why. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. What do you think? And so you get their, you get their take on what is going on in their lives, and then from there, you're able to talk to them about, well, this is why we, um, you know, sort of like, well, the one, one person said the commandments, you know, it's, well, you got, you got the Catholic Church, and you got commandments, you got to do this, and you got to do that, and I said, well, you know, thou, you know, this, thou shalt not steal a bad thing, you know, is thou shalt not, you know, kill, is that a bad thing? Well, of course, it's all about how we live in relationships with other people, you know, so you try to say, well, commandments aren't bad things, they just help us to be able to live in relationship with other people in a good way, you know, so yeah, so you've got thou shall not, thou shall not, because, you know, of the way that we really need to treat one another and care about one another and watch out for one another, and so... Uh, we're so inundated, you know, the problem is, is that there's no filter anymore with the internet. Everything, you know, comes across as truth. Everything is just something that you can just watch, look at, take in, suck in without a whole lot of, you know, comprehension or thought that goes into it. And that's why, um, it's so important for, you know, for parents to be engaged in what their kids are now watching, what they're seeing because of the, uh, um, the tremendous amount of content that's out there that kids can get into and that's kids so can true. watch and see without our even knowing it. 
So true. My guest today, Father Paul DeMaris, let me grab a phone call or two. I only have a couple minutes with uh, Father Paul. The number, uh, 888-914-9149. We'll go to Pennsylvania next. And good afternoon. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. <clears throat> I am speaking as um, a mother who let her teenage daughter watch um, Dracula shows, and there's a show called What We Do in the Shadows. It's all about vampires and such. And so I allowed this in my house, and my daughter is now older. She's in college, but she has found, um, you know, regret. I, re- I totally regret letting this stuff in my house. My daughter's in college, and she has found these podcasts that are terrible, and she is a fan of them. And there's one that's called Malevolent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have heard of it, but it's about demons and possession. And, you know, you're supposed to be feel sorry for this, this entity that's possessing somebody's body. And there's, you know, there's sort of gore involved and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm dismayed because, you know, she found this and I let stuff in my house and I just want to warn other parents not to do it. Yeah. Hey, thank you very much, Ann. Uh, Are you seeing any Uh, change of behavior in your daughter? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Father, I'm sure you see this a lot in your ministry. Yep. You know, in terms of liberation, these can be portals, right? When you start to entertain this type of stuff for, for sure. darker spirits. What uh, what I wanted to say about what she was talking about the vampires when we grew up, mm-hmm. it was Bella Lugosi. You know, mm-hmm. it was Boris Karloff. But you knew that it wasn't real. You just knew when you watched what they were doing and you watched what would happen, you knew this stuff wasn't real. But today, it comes across as something real. I mean, the, the script is flipped. Yeah. Instead of now just being entertained by watching, you know, Boris Karloff or Bella Lugosi, now what you're doing is, you know, you're watching something that in, in many ways for people who look at it is something that is real. You know, and that's something that's identifiable, something that, well, okay, you know, fine, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so, yeah, so there's that, there's that danger is that we don't have that filter anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't have a filter to be able to distinguish between what's entertainment, like what I grew up watching, as opposed to what kids are watching uh, today in the media. Yeah. Hey, there's and no thank you for the call. Father, I only have less than a minute. Just some final advice for those who are listening when it comes to these vampire shows or has-been hotel or charmed or some other shows that out there. People say, oh, they're relatively harmless. Um, final thoughts. No, I mean, it's again, it's um, to watch it with your kid, you know, to watch it with your kid to see exactly what it is that they're seeing, what they're witnessing, what's going on, so that you can talk to them about it. You got it. Father, thank so, you. Okay. Let, me, let me hold it there. We'll have you back again. It's always great I'm, to talk with you. I appreciate your time. It's top right, of the hour. Bye. News and headlines are straight ahead. If you are going through difficulty in your family, there's a estrangement, str- you're going to want to stay tuned. We'll explore that and much more. Thank you.